My name is Miranda. I'm your resident witch. And I am Crystal, your resident wino. <laughs> and today we are taking it back to more creepy encounters. Have some cool personal stories again for you guys. And Miranda might just pee her pants because, <laughs> as you know, we, um, we skipped last week and... Yeah. That was because, one, I had COVID, so even if I tried to record by myself, I just couldn't even make up the stairs to do it. <laughs> it was bad. And then Miranda, uh, she sold her home, and she had to get out quickly and get everything packed and cleaned and, you know, all of that. Yeah, moving. So currently, until their new home is uh, finished and ready to be moved in, She's staying with somebody else, her and her family are, and right now she's recording on a dirt road out in the <laughs> middle of nowhere in a car in the middle of the desert all by herself. Yeah. There's no place for me to record in the house, so that's like noiseless. So, yep, I'm recording in my car. <laughs> and like on the outside of this big property all by herself. Yeah, like two <laughs> acres and I have to park outside the fence and it, it seems like it's a huge old trek just to get back to the house. So I'm definitely going to have my husband come and <laughs> escort me back to the house. And it's the middle of the night. The yeah. And there's a car coming up. <laughs> Why do they need to be uh, coming up? There's no other place for them to go. I know. I mean, there's a couple of houses down there. But you better keep going. <laughs> keep driving. <laughs> I have some really creepy stuff here. Okay. I have some stuff, too, but it's more exciting to me. But go ahead. You can go first this time. And then you can end with your exciting stuff so that yeah. maybe you won't pee your pants on the way back to the house <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um so this episode you'll hear some truly creepy stories these stories were shared with me by people that i personally know these are true encounters some of which i experienced firsthand all of these events occurred across the great state of arkansas Throughout a few of these encounters, I will be changing names and basic facts in an effort to respect the privacy of those that experience the events. As for the order I tell these stories, I will start with the least active and end with one hell of a doozy. I love how organized you are. <laughs> well, just the beginning. <laughs> um, and... The next part, it's funny that I, I typed this now knowing where you are, <laughs> because I said, <laughs> if you're alone or listening late at night, you might want to grab a blanket to snuggle up with and <laughs> maybe keep a nightlight on. <laughs> Our first encounter comes from my mom and my sister. 
It's short, but it's interesting. They moved to Arkansas a little over a year ago. They found a home that was two stories, each floor having their own entrances and necessities. They purchased the home together and began moving in. The house has a strange energy. It's strange almost as if you aren't alone, like someone is always there watching you in silence. It isn't unnerving or hostile feeling. It's just there, like if you had a house guest that just quietly followed you around everywhere. As my mom and my sister were unpacking and organizing their belongings, they came across a photo of a very pretty young woman lying in a casket. They didn't want to throw it away in case it belonged to the previous owner. They put it on their fridge with a magnet because that's how me and my family roll. <laughs> and they continued unpacking. I regular went, regularly went over to help them move furniture in boxes. One of my visits, they told me that they had started to find change everywhere, loose change. They said it started off as if they were finding change that the past owner left behind, but the change didn't stop appearing. Everywhere they looked, they found the change. They found it around the property, outdoors. They found it in the storage area, under the house, in bedrooms, closets, all over the floors, and cabinets, on counters, everywhere. It didn't matter that they picked it up because they would go back to the same spot and there would yet again be money there. As they were telling me this, I looked over to the old wood-burning stove fireplace, and right on top of the stove fireplace was a pile of change. My mom gasped and said that she had cleaned the change off of that stove before I arrived. This continued for quite a while. My mom was eventually able to get in contact with the previous owner. I think she was able to get the information after having it okayed through both of the real estate agents. Uh, because you can't just contact the previous owner. There's, you know, hoops you have to jump through. Um, yeah. She So she contacted the previous owner and found that the photo was, in fact, their photo. My mom returned the photo to its owner. And since then, change isn't found all over the property. I'm not sure if there was a connection or not, but it is questionable. Uh, yeah. But it's not. The, the question. Uh -huh. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> The question is, see, did it just keep on creating more change so you just get more money? Or was it just taking the change that you took and put it back? Oh, no. It is more and more money. More and more. Do you know how much um, change they eventually got? Oh, I don't know. You know what? The, that would have been interesting to just keep it all in one spot <laughs> and count yeah, it all yeah. up. Um, but where, where, where does a ghost get change from? You know, that is a good question. Curious. That but, is a good question. But that's not the only thing that happened. Uh, that was just the beginning of it. Since moving in and settling down, they have had a few small experiences. My mom will occasionally be lying in her bed when she hears someone knocking on her bedroom door. It isn't a sound like the door being bumped. It's a genuine knocking sound. She calls out to say, come in but no one responds. The only response is another knock on the door. Of course, my sister stated that no one had been upstairs knocking on my mom's door. No one was there, at least no one that could be seen. As for my sister, she 
occasionally experiences being touched while putting on makeup or brushing her hair in the bathroom, in her bathroom. She said that she feels an entire hand pressed against her lower back and that it doesn't feel violent or threatening at all. It's more like someone saying, excuse me, or hello. And I asked my sister, how many times has have you felt this? And she just casually responded, eh, I don't know, at least five or more. <laughs> and I'm curious to see if anything else happens in their home, and I'll definitely update y'all if it does. Yeah, I mean, if I... I don't know how I would like it. I would be like, hey, if you if you want to watch me do my makeup, that's fine. But can you respect my boundaries, please? Or actually, I wouldn't ask. I would say you will respect my boundaries. Yeah. And stay over there. <laughs> I think it's it has a lot to do with what kind of energy they're putting off, you know, to mm. make you feel a certain way. Yeah, um, that's true. My sister's definitely not the kind of person that would usually like anybody to touch her she doesn't like hugs she's not super social she's um very introverted so for mm -hmm. her to be okay with this <laughs> unattached non-seeing hand touching her and feeling like it's okay that's some energy that's not you know mm -hmm. can't be too bad <laughs> <laughs> So our next story comes from a woman that I will call Cassie. Cassie did not share a story about ghosts, at least not in this world. Her experience comes from some other plane, one that can be found in the afterlife. In this story, you'll hear the mention of a disease called ALS. That stands for amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, and it is sometimes referred to as Lou Gehrig's disease. It is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and the spinal cord. It's extremely rare, and the average life expect expectancy after diagnosis is two to five years, though some have lived Aww. longer. And now I will share this story using Cassie's own words. A little backstory. My brother died in a car wreck when he was 16, and my father died a few years later when he was 49 years old. He had an extremely rare disease. He had ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease. So we've had a lot of loss in my family. Fast forward several years. I'm married, I'm pregnant, and I'm getting ready to deliver my first son. I had a really weird feeling about it. I was just scared. There was just something else in the back of my mind that something was going to happen. And of course, it did. After I delivered him, I started bleeding out. I was rushed to the OR. I don't really remember much about what happened. My husband said I was back there for five hours and I, I died. Mm. I was looking at a light and then all of a sudden, behind the light, it looked like, you know, the old sketches of Mickey Mouse that Walt Disney did, the very first ones? It looked like that, but it was all staircases, and they led to nowhere. It was very chaotic looking in my mind, and I was terrified. It was like being in a cartoon, and all of a sudden, I see my brother in the background. He's not looking at me. He's sweeping the floor. 
It was the strangest thing because he worked in the airport hangar and he would sweep the floor with one of those really long dust brooms and that's what he was doing. I just remember looking at him thinking he was going to look up at me at some point. Then all of a sudden, my dad stepped into the picture. There's this old photograph of him where he had on a pearl snap shirt, dark blue jeans, and a hat. He had a mustache. It was from the 70s or something. And that's exactly what he looked like now. He had that exact outfit. I just looked at him and I said, Daddy, I'm scared. And he said, don't be scared. You have to go back and take care of your baby. Then it was like I was being sucked backwards. And the next thing I remember was waking up. Oh, wow. I opened my eyes and I could see the doctors and the nurses looking down at me. Then I went back to into the room. I probably the recovery room. <clears throat> I had no idea what had happened. I thought I'd been in a car wreck. I didn't even remember having a baby. My husband showed me my son and I was like, whose baby is that? Oh, he was like, that's our baby. Then all of a sudden, it's like I just snapped back into it. Several years later, well, we always kind of knew that my son was different, but several years later, he was diagnosed with certain issues and problems. He's a special needs child, and I 100% believe that that's why I came back. I came back so that I could take care of him and make sure that he gets the help he needs. And that's my story. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's great that she was able to come back. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And I've talked to her and we've kind of like thrown ideas back and forth about what that place could have been. Mm -hmm. You know, is it like a, a purgatory or is it kind of just like, a meeting room in between the worlds. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it, it seemed to like it just like a waiting place. Yeah. Know? Not they, purgatory, but just like waiting. Maybe all of those stairs led to different dimensions or mm-hmm. different lifetimes or, and I don't know. It's super interesting. Yeah. Um, so I have two more that I'm going to share. They get a little crazier each time. Okay, I'm ready. Next, we have an encounter of a young... I'm not ready, I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay. How's it going in your little car of darkness? I'm, like, shivering a little bit, but I don't know if it's getting cold or if I'm getting spooky. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anyway. You got this. Ready. (laughs) So next, we have an encounter of a young man I'll call Sean. For this story, you'll need to understand two things. The first is the purpose of a national cemetery. National cemeteries provide burial space for veterans and eligible family members, honoring the military service of our nation's veterans. The second understanding you must have is that of seminary. A seminary is a type of graduate school that offers education in theology, leading to master's and doctoral degrees. Many seminary students go on to become leaders in their communities of faith, such as a pastor of a Christian church. Now, let's dive into Sean's experience. At the time of this event, Sean was a student at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Woo, pig suey! Go on. (laughs) (laughs) 
He lived in an apartment complex that was right next to the National Cemetery. You could look out of his apartment window and see the cemetery. Sean is a Christian and one that is very strong in his, in his faith. While at school, he decided to go to seminary to become a pastor. It was then that Sean began experiencing something that was later thought to be attacks of spiritual warfare. Sean shared his apartment with roommates. And because of this, Sean kept his room locked. He carried the key with him when he left. When Sean would return home, he would unlock his door to find his room in complete disarray. Only his, oh. only his room. You know, right after he decides to go to seminary, uh-huh. this starts happening. Um, so his old album collection would be scattered about with the covers removed. Pictures from the walls would be on the floor or the bed. Things scattered everywhere. In the middle of the night, Sean's printer would randomly print things. Um, now, it was Sean's mother that told me this story, so she couldn't remember exactly what had been printed, but she remembers this part, <laughs> and it's a little hard to forget, because um, that printer would randomly print things in the middle of the night. Sean unplugged it, but it didn't stop. While unplugged, the printer would continue waking him up throughout the night, printing things. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, so you know how people see orbs on videos or in pictures? You Mm -hmm. You hear this a lot, right? Yeah. Well, but how often do you hear about them seeing, being seen with the naked eye? Um, not very. Not very often, but Sean did. He saw them multiple times. He saw orbs around his room just gliding by. The activity increased up to the point where Sean saw a full-body apparition of a soldier in his room. Now, if you remember, he lived right next to the National Cemetery where the veterans are buried. Mm-hmm. And he saw a Confederate era soldier, full body apparition in his room. And he said it was like cloudy looking and staring right at him. What was he doing with the printer? I mean, maybe he was like, what is this thing? It was like experimenting and, you know, trying to like, wow, man, I was definitely, I'm definitely missing some technology here. Just trying to see what he can do, you know? He's like, oh. Why are they saying this about the war? Because that's not what happened. This is what happened. I'm going to print this fact out. <laughs> I know. I would love to know what, like, the the printer was printing out. I know. I, like, what kind of top, like. I really want to yeah. know. But um, I guess that topic is, like, really hard for him to go back to. So she doesn't want to bring it back up with him. Was he really freaked uh, out? Yeah, uh, he actually didn't even tell his family about it until after the issue was taken care of. He was oh, afraid wow. that they were going to make him leave school. Sean was a um, an intern at his church, and he spoke to them about it. And I guess Sean is known to be really level-headed and very trustworthy mm-hmm. and what from his character what they knew of his character and from what they were being told was happening the pastors at his church that he was interning at they 
went to his apartment and they used incense and prayer and went through the home and cleansed it. And after the cleansing, all activity ceased. Completely. Oh, great. Okay. That's good. Which makes me think, well, was it something bad? Or were they just like, well, shit, man. I guess I'm not wanted here. Peace. Maybe, yeah. You know, he just had a, he was a spirit with some good boundaries. Like, respected your boundaries, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, maybe. He's like, oh, man, I just thought I was checking out some new technology. I'll move on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It gets you. <laughs> the printer thing. Whew. Mm-hmm. Um, so this last story is out of a very close friend of mine. I will call her Sophie, and her husband is Tyler. And this is about their extremely haunted house in which I have also experienced things. So before they moved into this home, they had pa- they had family members that lived in it before them. And those those family members experienced things as well, including being choked. Oh. But Sophie and Tyler have not been choked, but a lot a lot of other things have happened. There was one time that Sophie was sitting in bed with Tyler and I think they were watching TV and her one of her toes just bent quickly in almost a 90 degree angle. She said she thought it was going to break as if someone was just holding it there and it, it wouldn't <sighs> she couldn't get it to go back and um, it hurt so bad. And then all of a sudden it just stopped and went right back. OK, well, that's not nice. Hello. <sighs> I'm sorry. Oh. I just, Are you okay? I just got really fucking freaked out. <laughs> Why would? Because the girls are in bed. Everybody's in bed. I'm up here in this little closet in the playroom, you know, where the apparition mm-hmm. has been seen. And mm-hmm. right outside the door of this closet, there was a really big bang. And I felt like under my butt, I felt the ground vi- like shake, like vibrate. You know, like if someone were to have dropped something super heavy and the ground kind of shakes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the yeah. hell just happened outside the store, but it's going to stay closed. <laughs> Dogs, maybe? No, they're not even allowed up here. They're the door mm. the door to the stairs to come upstairs, um, when you open it, we have it on a spring, and it automatically shuts behind you. Oh, okay. And they can't, yeah, it can't just be opened like that. So, okay, okay. Let's go on. <clears throat> so, um, that when they moved into this house, they started uh, renovating it, and they did a lot of renovations. I mean, moved moved rooms to other areas of the house. The entire kitchen they moved somewhere else, and they were they didn't completely restore it to its original how it was originally built, but they did mm-hmm. restore it in a lot of ways to where it was more like it. And while they were doing this, a lot of activity went on. So Sophie's in the kitchen lying, laying down flooring, and <laughs> she's bent down. And, of course, you know, sometimes when you're bent down, you're, you could, your pants go kind of low. Well, she felt somebody, like, poke her right at the top of her butt crack, kind of like saying, pull your, <laughs> pull your pants up, young lady, <laughs> you know. And so she, that happens. Another time she was, 
or it might have been that same time, but another moment, she was working in the kitchen, laying floor, doing whatever, and she's bent down, and she hears somebody in her ear, clear as day, loud and clear, say, look. No. Eh. And she looked up, and there were men looking in her kitchen window as if they were casing nah. the joint. Nah. And she got up, and when they saw her, they, you know, bolted, but... <laughs> Um, well, I mean, that seems like they were protecting her, okay? So we'll go with that. <laughs> There's so many things. <sighs> I, like, I can't even, I can't even think of all of them because there's so many, but um, I'm just telling you what I remember. So another time, their youngest kid, uh, a little girl was pretty young. I can't remember if she was maybe six or something, or, but she told Sophie, Mommy, there's shadow people in the backyard and her Sophie and I were like what <laughs> what are you talking about and they were saying yeah the shadow people they run across the yard from the neighbor's house through the fence and across the yard and so that was another thing later on yeah that's not uh okay later it's on man. yeah later on there was um some ghost show on tv I don't remember what kind of some one of those hunting shows you know they were interested in their story, and they said that they were going to send somebody. I think Sophie ended up deciding not to go forward with it, go through with it. But um, they had sent somebody before she was like, nah, we're not going to do this. And they sent um, a pagan. I'm not sure what type of pagan they were, but this pagan came, knew absolutely nothing about any of this story um even the people from the show they didn't know about the shadow people they didn't know about any of that she didn't give them any of those details so this pagan comes and they're sitting on the back patio with us and it's where sophie and i we would sit and you know smoke cigarettes and just talk for hours on end and the light bulb would always flash and flicker and we always said it was a ghost so we're sitting out there and this pagan's just kind of sitting there trying to get a reading. And they said that there were shadow people that co come from the neighbor's yard, the neighbor's house next door. And that's where they're originating from. And they come through her backyard. And we just looked at each other and we were like, holy crap. And he said that there was um, another spirit inside the house that was good that was trying to protect them from everything and they are their chairs and things like that will move across the room I mean I don't mean like we'll just kind of slide down like maybe there's like a slant in the floor or something I mean you will sit there and you will see a chair quickly just slide like not fly but slide very quickly across the the floor across or an entire room it's just a normal thing there <laughs> another time Sophie and her daughter were putting lights on the Christmas tree and there was duct tape on the chair sitting next to them and as they were putting the lights on the tree the duct tape I think they caught this on video actually and I saw it and it was crazy but it was so long ago I asked her for this because they have they had so many videos of all of these things happening they caught so 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 much evidence, 
but um they had lost that phone and it was it was years ago it's not on the cloud it's just gone mm. um but that duct tape that was on the chair just flew off like at high speed just flew off um and they had the, oh i wish they would have had that that would have been great to add to the facebook page i know she said no they had lost everything when they lost the phone that it had it all on um another time tyler had seen he had seen an old gray-haired man walk through the living room and just walk through and disappear so their camera had once picked up a ball of light like not just you know a little orb but like a big ball of light that was making its way down the stairs towards them <clears throat> now these stairs that i'm talking about are attic stairs you open the door from the ground floor normal the first floor you open the door and you go straight up the stairs it, they don't come out of the ceiling it's just stairs that come straight down to the floor you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. yeah well these stairs there are almost always <laughs> every time i'd go over there you just hear footsteps going up and down them not like light footsteps i mean heavy booted footsteps up and down up and down i would house sit for them and i would sit in this big recliner and i would be there by myself i'm house sitting and i'm sitting in the same chair for hours on end because any teacher out there knows that your time quote unquote off of work <laughs> you are spending planning and writing lesson plans and oh, yeah. other paperwork and i mean hours on end you go into like 2 3 a.m. So I would just be sitting in the chair, not moving. So it's not like there was some big change and the air kicked on when the what happened happened. But the same ceiling fans were on the same setting the whole time. The air was going on and off the whole time. Hours, nothing had changed. And then all of a sudden there, I mean, and I'm hearing these footsteps up and down the steps, like always. So no big deal. It's just like, hey, ghost, mm -hmm. nice to see you again, whatever. But then all of a sudden, the the footsteps stopped, but then there was this huge burst of ice cold air from on, on my neck, like as if someone is right behind you and they're leaning over your shoulder into your ear. Mm -hmm. And it was such a huge burst of ice cold wind that the hair, my hair actually blew up in front of my face and covered my face. Wow. Oh my God. And you just like, did you just, run out the door and just stay there well i gotta you know finish the job no i was just like huh okay hi <laughs> that was cool and then i just kept doing my work <laughs> because stuff happens there so often you just kind of expect it and they would always say mm -hmm. that every single time i would go over there it was like all the activity would just pick up like crazy it's you it's you I don't know. I don't go Maybe there. Maybe there are certain places that, uh, you know, magnify whatever follows you around. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been to visit in so long, and apparently they haven't had much happen. But um, but there are other things that they told me about. Um, like that would happen almost. Oh, the ball of light. Sorry, I'm reading her text message about it. The ball of light coming down from the attic. Apparently that would happen almost every week, and they would have tall shadow figures that walk through the living room mm -hmm. but the creepiest one of all i think is when her kid had gotten out of the bathtub and they dried off and then they're walking 
out of the bathroom. And as they're walking out of the bathroom, there are wet footprints next to them appearing with them as they walk. Why are they still living there? I mean, I guess they have a nice genial relationship with... (sighs) It's just happened for so long. And it's just the craziest things that... And none of it... None of it feels really, really bad. Like, the ones in the house, we're pretty sure, are, like, the original owners. We did a lot of history digging up old records and, and such, you know. So we think mm-hmm. it might be the original owners, the husband and the wife. And there's not um, a bad feeling about that at all, whatever's mm-hmm. in okay. the house. But there was a bad feeling about what was coming in from the house next door and apparently there used to be some satan type stuff going on over there not to say Uh. i completely believe in all that but i mean there is bad and there is good and in everything so whatever is over there they had some bad energy that they're bringing in you know Mm -hmm. and she did put crystals around her fence line and and stuff like that and it calmed down okay good yeah that is nice wow well she lives in a lives an exciting life yeah, it's definitely the most haunted thing I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, hmm. I just remembered some crazy encounters of my own that I was going to share. But there's okay. just, I can hold those off for another time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to hear your stories. How, okay. freak, how freaked out are you right now? From one to ten. Um, Okay, I, for a little bit, I was freaking out, probably close to like a seven and a half, eight. But then I did my like internal mantra, you know, put up yeah. my own mental energy and I'm better now. Oh, good. Eight's pretty high. Yeah, it was pretty high. I was like shivering, you know, <laughs> and I was like, so I did my whole like, you know, I'm body, soul, spirit, nothing can harm me or the people on this property and, you know, da, 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 that sort of so. Wow. Yeah. I always imagine, like, the strong, bright yellow, like, golden light bursting from my, you know, from inside out of me and Mm -hmm. from my kids and my animals. And then our whole house Mm -hmm. is just bursting through the windows with this bright light and nothing could hurt us. Yeah. It's it's whatever you visualize, man. That's that's what the, that's the key. Your energy is the key. (laughs) okay so for me um i have a couple of stories of my own and then a couple of stories of um, other people uh i was going to go back because i was reflecting upon you know like my childhood and stuff and um, i remembered this little doll that my sister had and at the time it was like a really expensive baby doll that was like really high tech for the time they would know your name they would know the time and the date like you could even have it like set an alarm or something like to wake you up at a you know i don't remember it was just like a, a doll yeah a doll the future i don't remember anything like that that's crazy yeah i don't remember what i just remember that it was blonde like her and it had little pigtails and it was kind of big but it was like a high technology doll that would like i said no they would know your name and it would um you know, say good morning at a certain time or that sort of thing, you know. So we shared a room like all growing up and 
this damn doll would not stop going off in the middle of the night. And it was, of course, one, waking me up, two, freaking me out because what the fuck, you know? Like, nobody's <laughs> talking to it because it would respond to you, you know? That's oh. like That was, like, the thing. It would respond to you. That's how high-tech it was, you know? And I'm like, who are you responding to? What the heck? So we took out the gosh dang batteries. The doll still fucking talked. No! <gasps> yes, I remember. Yeah, I, I just remember. I was asking my mom about it, too, and she was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. We, we threw that thing in the garage Girl. because my sister and I got so freaked out. Like, no. You told and it was like a brand new doll. Your stories were exciting, and now you're telling me about talking dolls while I'm in the okay. toy room? Well, I mean, that was a, you know, the, the, the last that I'm going to end on. That one was exciting. That one was great. <laughs> um, these oh, ones okay. were, you know, a little creepy, you know? Well, I'm about, I'm um, at about a six or a seven right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was just like another one of those things, like even when we were younger, it's like, okay, you know what? We recognize that this is really creeping us out. So you are going to be banished and you are not allowed back inside sort of thing. Like no, yes. no can come to us, get out goodbye that sort of thing and yeah and then of course like at my um grandma's house is notoriously like haunted it used to be like an old bomb shelter and stuff too i guess Um, i think i mentioned that before if you did i don't remember and i think it's cool again (laughs) yeah like i can't remember honestly but anyway um so there's like tons of stories there but they're not all my own stories um so my mom and I and my sister, I guess and my brother, we all lived there at one point on one of the many times my parents were like separating and we all shared the study together. And my mom would always have like these nightmares and she'd wake up, you're not welcome here, you're not welcome. And like she would just have these nightmares that like there's people outside look trying to look into the window of the office. Oh my God. And I was like, you know, mom, I was like, we are fine. You're right. They're not welcome here. They're staying outside. But she would just have like these crazy, crazy nightmares all the time sleeping in that room. And for me, it wasn't too bad. But once she stopped sleeping in the room, like, you know, she got better. I feel like something in there just didn't want her, that didn't like her or, or was targeting her or something. I don't know. Um, and then also in that house, um, you know, I've personally seen chairs move and like music playing and um creaking you know but my cousins um who are twins they have of course like their twin connection to each other so these next stories i'm going to tell are like their stories that they've told me i picture Um, the twins at the end of the hallway in the shining telling this ghost story no 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 (laughs) no they're not like that not at all no (laughs) um okay so First story, their twin thing. Um, my 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 cousin, the one that's older, older of the twins, um, she told me that she was having like a nightmare or she was dreaming of her sister, and her sister appears like on the floor with her knees up into her chest, and she was resting her her hands and arms on her knees, and her head was down into the knees too, and then she sees her sister look up like crying, kind of shake her head and like put her her head back down and then so my so that cousin the older saw that image she darts up really fast she's like oh my god my twin i need to go find her you know and she goes to her twin's room her twin had long hair that she would braid to bed and it was wrapped around her neck (laughs) so 
How old were they? Um, I think teenagers. And it was like choking her. Yeah. I would because I was thinking, you know, like if they're really, really small kids, that could happen. Mm-hmm. And, but wow. Nope, they were teenagers. We've also seen like various um uh spirits around the house. Like they said, there's like a little girl and a soldier that would just kind of like walk together or something, and like a girl that would just stare at them. The end of the bed. No. <laughs> and I'm like. I'm happy. I mean, they said it wasn't bad or anything. You know, obviously, I would have been way more freaked out. And maybe I would have been way more freaked out knowing that all the nights that I spent the night at my great-grandma's house. But no, it's that same, like, my energy is stronger. You are not allowed to harm me or affect me or impact me in any way, shape, or form or the people that I love, that sort of thing. Like, I am safe. You, you get away. You have to believe yeah. that your energy is stronger no matter how yeah. how scary that thing looks you are stronger mm-hmm. like this. my energy is stronger than yours and then you kind of do like a yes. fist bump i don't know <laughs> bump, <laughs> do whatever you need to you do fist bump yourself like, and you're fist like bump yeah. the air. <laughs> um okay so those are just like a few of those things and there's another one too at my uncle's house um he had neighbor that was like really good friends with him this neighbor would come into the house you know without knocking it was that kind of that kind of relationship they were just good grand old buddies um family and this yeah and this neighbor eventually passed and front door would frequently open after that all it never opened before and I remember being here for for those times too like several times when the door opened and then the door opened they're like oh hey it's just I'll call him Johnny. It's just Johnny. It's just Johnny. <laughs> hey. And then just go on with the day. And then somebody would shut the door. Oh, okay. See you later, Johnny. And then, you know, shut the door behind him. Thing oh. Like, it was just such a, like, nonchalant thing. Like, thanks for visiting. We'll see you next time. Because they're like, who else would it be? There's only one person that would ever, like, walk in and out of the house. You Johnny know? just wanted to say hi to his old buddy. Yeah. It was like, what you doing? Are you, are you watching the game tonight? What are we eating? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> but on to, uh, I mean, my stories aren't as, like, eloquently eloquently told as yours are. My I was just doing some. Uh, <laughs> I wrote everything was, I was. that last one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing some reflection, and quite honestly, I feel like I would spook myself or if I wrote all theatric about it, you know, yes. like I'm trying to be chill <laughs> about it because, you know, it can be freaky. <laughs> um, okay. Oh but this next one is what I'm really excited about. And it actually takes place at my job. <laughs> oh. So... I had this crazy experience with my students. It wasn't just me. It was me plus three other students all witnessed the same thing. And y'all, she was oh my so gosh. freaked out that she texted me while she was at school when it happened. And she's like, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> and then I was at work and I was freaking out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it didn't freak me out. Like it actually kind of, like I said, it made me ex- it made me like oh my gosh like I'm not crazy I'm not the only one witnessing this this is you know there's no they weren't scared like there was four of us who were who were experiencing the same thing okay so a little backstory we are 
state testing right now. And um, during state testing, if the kids to go to the bathroom, of course, do they have to pause their test and you have to escort them to the bathroom? You know, they can't just go on their own. So I'm escorting one of my students to the bathroom and there's two first graders who are already there waiting to use the bathroom. And they tell me, oh, somebody's in there. They went in there, but we don't know if it's a boy or girl. So I'm like, okay, you know, obviously we just wait. Uh, so they're waiting, we're waiting takes a little bit of time. It's probably like two minutes past. And I was like, man, this kid probably has a, has a bellyache. But then we hear the water turn on. Okay, great. They're almost done. The water's on and it's going. And it keeps on going for like a minute straight. And I'm like, oh my God, are they just playing in it? So I have my student knock on the door to try to hurry, hurry them up. Knock, knock, knock. No answer. And I'm like, okay, knock again, but knock harder. Knock, knock, knock. Still no answer. So at this point, I think it's one of my other students because this other student, he has um, autism and he notoriously likes to play in the water and he never responds to you <laughs> when he's in the bathroom. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to open the door now because that's what we usually have to do. Otherwise, he's going to just be in there like for hours but anyway so I open the door and there's nobody in the bathroom nobody's in the bathroom and then Is I look the at the students still on yeah yes the water was still on oh. yeah and I look at the students and I was like you guys heard the water turn on right like you heard it turn on they're like yeah I did and I was like okay because like that was the indicator to me like when I heard the water turn on that um they were almost done like they were washing their hands you know Yes. And I was just telling them, like, hey, you know, we don't play in the water. It's time to get out. Like, dry your hands, that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, like I said, there was no response to any of our attempts for them to get out of the door, out of the bathroom. But when I opened the door, it was just like, nobody. <laughs> and then all the students were like, oh, my God, it was the ghost. And then my student, um, she just went in, turned off the water, used the bathroom. And we continued on our merry way, you know. Just continued on. And I was like, oh, and I told, like, everybody in the building, I was like, you will never guess what just happened. And they were like, oh, my God, that's so freaky. I was like, no, it wasn't freaky. It was, like, exciting because I, I wasn't alone. I wasn't experiencing this by myself. And it's in the you know? middle of the day. And it's in the middle of the day, yes, because usually the creepy stuff like that happen, you know, at other at other points, yeah. right? But now this time... Oh, and it was so great. And I told my aides and they, of course, one of my one of my aides, she got super freaked out. And she was she keeps on every time she needs to go to the bathroom or if she needs to get something from the kitchen over there. She asked one of us to come with her. So she's not alone. <laughs> so funny. But one of the times whenever she asked um, the other aide, my other co-worker to go with her, um, you know, She's escorting her to the bathroom and she's waiting. And then they both like leave down the hallway, but then they hear the the student bathroom open again. And then my coworker, the one that's really scared, she rushes like, oh my God. And the other one like peers around the corner and there's like no student. <laughs> there's no student there. So it just opened. They didn't. Yeah, just open but like she did say my one who like looked looked back around the corner she did say that she like maybe the student was really fast and i just didn't see it or whatever you know what have you maybe it's airflow i don't know maybe but you're making i'm excuses. just telling you <laughs> and there was no student yeah and it was oh shoot i just got scared why i think there's a train nearby i'm sorry i heard a loud rumbling i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> hold on I think it might be a train. I don't know. I'm just going to pretend that I don't hear and just continue on. <sighs> okay. And anyway, 
in this same building too, um, like a few years ago, my husband used to be a, was a custodian at the school and his shift was like, he would start at six 30 and end at like two or something like that. I don't remember. But at the, at that time we just had one working car. So me and my son, we would have to go with him to the school at six o'clock. And my husband always wanted to be early. So really it was like five 30 when we got to the school. So my son and I used to go lay in this little, like, this little room that um, I had in my classroom and we would just kind of like take a little nap for a couple hours, you know, until it was time to wake up. But we started hearing like footsteps up and down the hallway and we're like, yeah, we're just going to sleep in the car <laughs> from now on. And then a bunch of my other coworkers too, they say that they hear footsteps um, going up and down the hall. And uh, my coworker, on Friday, she said that she was hearing like tapping on our uh, whiteboard. But honestly, for that, I was like, no, I think you're overreacting for that one because our whiteboard connects to another classroom. In fact, your old classroom. Oh, <laughs> I was like, there's, it connects to another classroom and there's, there's students in there. So you're probably just hearing what's going on. Well, um, to be fair though, the wall that your whiteboard would be on, like connected to my old room. Mm hmm. There, there shouldn't be students on that wall because that's where the teacher's desk is. Well, now there's a whiteboard right there, and the huh. teachers that they're like that room isn't being used as a classroom anymore. It's more of a it's a reading resource center. Like oh. Miss, um, the teacher, the reading she has a bunch of groups that she pulls in for reading intervention. So, um, I mean, it, it could be. I was like, don't worry, but she's obviously freaking out. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just teaser a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, I hear the tapping too. You know, eventually I did hear the tapping, you know, but I'm just like, whatever, whatever, man, we're in a school. I'm here every day. I don't feel anything weird from it to be like, Hey, just don't bug me when I'm doing my homework and we'll be fine. Like at the end of the day, after I, after like my, my shift or I guess my shift after my hours are over, whatever mm -hmm. I get off at four. So I have, to, I, and I stay behind a little bit extra to do homework since it's easy to do it. At, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so <laughs> um, that was like the super exciting thing that I wanted to share because I've just, it was um, a group experience with other kids, two first graders and a fourth grader and myself. That is and awesome. I just, yeah, I just thought it was the neatest thing. And I feel like these kids didn't think it was as cool as it was, you know, Mm-hmm. And they will probably not even tell their <laughs> their parents, but I hope they do. Was but that, I was think that your last really one cool. that you end with so you don't get scared? Yes, it was. <laughs> so, do you want me to stay on here with you until Adam comes to you? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I'm trying to think. I think I might have had one more, but yes. I think I'm a little bit too... Um, wired to remember what it was was it one of your personal ones like maybe an old house yeah yeah no I mean okay in my own personal houses because I'm so like you are not allowed in here mm -hmm. I'm good you know my homes are fine and like I have to because this is our second night in this new house I am I made sure to bring you know some of my crystals <laughs> um just to be like okay if there wasn't you are not allowed to bug me you cannot impact me my family you know my husband my dogs like leave us be we leave you be not allowed this is a safe space you know so yes um, it's still it's always weird sleeping in a new place you know i'm sure and you'll be fine aren't. 
yes, we will be fine. Putting that out there. We will be excellent. And then in two months, we will have our own house again. Yes, a brand new house. The house will be done being built. (laughs) Yeah. But. Um, Yeah. I can't no, I'm, I'm not <laughs> jinxing you, but a brand new house no, does uh, not uh, equal no, 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 no. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm not <laughs> listening. I rebuke that. I rebuke it. Nope, it's not possible. I rebuke it. We're not going to go there. It's not happening. Okay. I'm just saying my house is. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, before we move in or at, like whenever we get the keys and stuff, I'm going to do my normal ritual cleansing and everything, even though it'll be brand new. I'm going to go through with my noise and my smokes. Um, I that's I mean, a not great cigarettes, idea. but like, <laughs> you know, my incense and my, like I said, my noises, You're incense so and. I know. Well, it's because it's like incenses. Incenses? Oh, I know. It's Whatever. just so funny. I, I knew what you meant because you don't smoke your like, yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. I'm going to need to buy more selenite and maybe more obsidian because I'm going to put those at my doorways and at my windows, you know. Yes. Just get the, you know, no energy. Make sure, because um, I also keep bells on my doors, too. So every time you open a door, the noise from the bells will cleanse mm-hmm. any bad energy oh. away, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we so we have it on our on our front doors and in our bedroom doors, too. It's starting to get fuzzy. Do you hear that? No. And now Don't it's say fuzzy. it. So thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you can sleep well. I hope I can too. And Crystal, I hope you escape that closet of yours. Don't <laughs> with say that. Little incident. What do you mean escape? You will. You will <laughs> exit your closet. Yes. With with ease, nothing on the other side. With nothing on the other side. Everything is fine. Everything yes. is awesome. <laughs> Nothing is amiss. No. And to everybody, um, to everybody yeah. out there, sweet dreams. No! <laughs> that was creepy. Sorry. Um. <laughs> anyway, as always, if you have any fun or exciting things to share, please send them to our email at witchin and winin at gmail dot com. That's W I T C H N. A N D W I N E N at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Witchin and Winin Facebook page where we post photos and things that go along with what we talk about. Tonight, we unfortunately do not have any, but there are some on there for old episodes. And you can make your own posts um, about whatever you want. and. Yes, share pictures, share videos, share stories, even on the Facebook page. Yes, but send them to to us so we can share them. Yeah. That would be awesome. Everything is awesome. When you share your cool stories. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was right. And photo. And videos. And share videos. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Oh, are we forgetting anything? We got Facebook. I don't think we so. got Gmail. Oh, that's and it. Don't forget to like, follow, and add some cool comment or something. Review. I don't know. Five yes, stars. Like and follow, please, please, please. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. <laughs> Good night, guys. Good night. I'm a ghost. Ah, a ghost came to me.